You are listening to the Simpsons Watch Along Podcast. I'm your host, The Peach Machine. Alongside me, from a distance, is my good friend, Dabble Dab. What's going on, buddy? Keep it going. Oh, <laughs> not much, <laughs> man. Uh, just doing well. I'm ready to watch another great episode of The Simpsons. This one's from Season 7, Episode 20. So if you're going to watch it along with us, go ahead, cue it up on your Disney Plus machine. And uh, this one's one that's kind of near and dear to my heart. Why is that? Knoxville, Knoxville, Knoxville. That's where I'm from. It's where you're from, and it's where I've also lived, and it's where we met and became good buddies. So yeah. we, we selected this episode. Uh, it was kind of brought up last episode, and then we decided, damn it, we got to do that one next. Yeah. Yeah, Homer's Enemy, we had producers Rob, producer Rob on. That was a really fun show, so you can check that one out in the archives. All, you can check all our shows out in the archives, wherever podcasts can be heard. Just search for S- Simpsons Watch Along. And that's what we do. We watch The Simpsons. So this episode is called Bart on the Road. And it is, like you said, season seven, episode number 20. And it came out March 31st, 1996. So wow. where were you in 1996? 1996, I was 11 years old. And I remember this vividly because it was a big deal in town. Knoxville's not... You know, it's probably like the third largest town in the state. So it's a big city uh, relatively, but not really. It's like 300,000 people or so. And it was on the news and the radio. You know, The Simpsons was a phenomenon um, well before this, but it was still rolling strong. And it was a big deal here that, you know, they're coming to Knoxville, even if they are going to just blast us. Right. Yeah, and you guys had no idea. So didn't you say there was like radio ads and stuff? Well, yeah, and even after, like it was news that they were going to come, like Knoxville was going to be on the episode. And then for years after it, TV stations and radio would use that soundbite, Knoxville, Knoxville, you know, stuff like that. They would use it ad nauseum. So uh, it lived on for a long time. Yes, I can imagine. Yeah, Um and I moved to Knoxville in 2015, and I lived there until 2017. Um, and this episode, I'm not going to lie, was a big, <laughs> it was a big, big, emph- not emphasis, it was a big, uh, you know, what's an influence on where I was going to decide to live. And I, one of the options I had at the time was a few other cities and Knoxville. And I was just like, Knoxville, Knoxville, just drilled into my head. Knoxville, Knoxville, Knoxville. I was like, dude, there's so many jokes I could make. I can't <laughs> wait to see the the wig sphere. Yeah. You know, all sorts of things. I remember so you. We'll get into. Yeah, I remember you telling me like that was the big reason why you moved here. And I was like, this guy's out of his damn mind. We got to become friends. <laughs> I Well, like the, the other cities, I don't remember what they were, but they were all, you know, you know nothing special i wasn't really clamoring to get to you know anywhere in virginia or you know utah or something like that Mm. so i figured hey knoxville i'm from st louis it's about a it's a eight nine hour drive now it's not that long maybe seven eight hours from knoxville to st louis i did the drive quite a few times i figured i could i can drive home if i want to you know um and it's I've heard good things. I always saw, you know, the only thing I really knew was this episode and the University of Tennessee, you know, because I'd seen, um, you know, college football. And I always was really kind of enamored with that orange that is is the sort of the the color of Knoxville, that really bright orange and white. I thought that was so cool. And I'd seen them do that that checkerboard game. Uh, It's just 
I thought it was awesome. And I, you know, I went to the university of Missouri. So out in the, you know, big 10 and, or wait, is that yeah, yeah, Big 12? They were the Big 12, yeah. Well, that, that color orange, uh, now that we're getting into Tennessee football, just briefly before we start the episode, um, a long time ago before Neyland Stadium was built, the students would gather on the hill to watch the games, and the native flower that grew on that hill was an orange flower. And that's where Tennessee developed the color for their uniforms of it, once they got rid of just like wearing leather stuff. And so they adopted that uh, color into their uniforms. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, cool. Cool. Nice little tidbit there. Mm. So are you ready to rock? You ready? You all queued up? I'm queued up. I'm ready for your countdown. All right. So if you're listening, get your DVD player ready to play DVD player. All right. <laughs> here we go. Old. Three, <laughs> three, two, one. Hit play now. There it is, Simpsons. All right, we're going to lower the volume here because I have every line of this episode memorized. Yeah. No need for that. And you know, uh, we're talking about Tennessee football before we really get into it here. Our great, one of our legendary coaches passed away today, Johnny Majors. He's on like the Mount Rushmore of Tennessee coaches. He led Tennessee back to prominence. He was also an All-American player here in the 50s, and uh, he passed away today, so... Sad day in Knoxville. It's uh, actually a pretty big deal. Was he? I know the uh, the who was the the female basketball coach? Pat Summit, Pat yeah, Summer. the greatest women's Pat coach. She was a trailblazer, also. So we've had some amazing so, coaches here. Is that coach on the level of Pat Summerall? Pat Summit. Uh, yeah. Johnny Majors won a national championship at Pittsburgh, and then he left Pittsburgh to come back and coach his alma mater because we were at a low point. And he took a pay cut to come back, and he led us back to prominence, and we won a national title. Uh, with He kind of built us back up, and the next coach won a national title here. And Tennessee was the winning, winningest program in all of college football in the 90s based off of what Coach Majors did in the 80s. Yeah, I remember that. I remember Tennessee being one to reckon with. So. Oh, yeah, man. So here we are. What's, so this what's episode going on we here? Had, yeah. Well, I've got – it, the setup was it's it's spring break and principal skinner is attempting to go out of town and his airline tickets are very expensive so he's created a holiday for the students <laughs> called go with your parents to work day i like that bart was just eating cereal so, out of the box by pouring milk in it that's actually a great idea yeah well you're drinking a beer in bed you may as well go ahead and go that route <laughs> Well, baby steps. Baby Sometimes steps. I yeah, will just <laughs> eat just a handful of cereal and then take a sip of milk. I I do that. I do that. <laughs> I've definitely done that. Yeah, I, I enjoy that. So Bart gets Bart gets tasked with having to go with Patty and Selma to the DMV for his because he wanted to see women in the workplace. Meanwhile, Lisa gets to go to with Homer to go to the nuclear power plant. I can't imagine a fate worse but, than having to hang out at the DMV all day and not get paid. Yeah, yeah. But Millhouse hits the jackpot. He gets to go with his dad to the Cracker Factory, and it is an amazing ex- exploration. They've got dogs, dog sledding over salt piles. <laughs> yeah, he's a big wheel there. So, like, if you're going to hang out with Kirk, you're going to get the luxury tour. Right. Pro- 
purple is purple a is a fruit. One of the greatest lines. I still use that periodically. Yeah. Do we get any clue where Springfield is based off of this map? Uh, I'm sure we do, like because it's got all of the nuclear power plants on that map, and so it has to be one of those ones with the yeah. dot. Devil's Canyon. Diablo, Diablo Canyon. Canyon. Yeah. And we get to see Martin's dad for the probably the first yeah. time, and he gets to he's going going to Wall Street. Apparently, Springfield <laughs> has a Wall Street, and they have their own they, stock exchange. Yeah. So, like Lisa gets to just figure out how dull it is to work with Homer, who apparently does nothing all day. But they're making the most of it here. Oh right. Homer has two nuclear suits, so Lisa gets to put one on and they get to play Spaceman. Well, you need a backup. Right. Cletus. I do like I do like how we get to kind of realize the inner workings of the DMV. Cletus is an underrated character. You think? Yeah, I think he's one of those guys who's not like overexposed. He just gets a, a line here or there, so it's just usually He's always funny. funny. Yeah, I mean, the name of his children is hilarious every time they add a new child. So Bart has made a fake ID at the DMV. Did you ever have a fake ID? I did, and I did it through the DMV, and it was an an ingenious plan. Okay, I'll I'll give you the quick rundown here. So I turned 21 ahead of my friends by about six months, and so they all wanted to have fake IDs. So what we did, me and my friend, we went to the DMV and I said, I went up to, I waited in line, I went up and I said, I need a new driver's license. I lost mine. And she said, okay, go sit back down. We'll call you back up. Well, my buddy was with me. They called me back up. No one paid attention. He went up and got the photo taken. They took a photo of him. <laughs> he went up and picked it up and it was brilliant. Wow. And it worked like a charm. That's a great yeah. idea. Yeah, so- what sucked was trying to reverse the process when I actually did lose my life <laughs> because when I went back, I said I lost my license and they brought up, they're like, oh, your current photo. I was like, the lady was like, that doesn't look like you. Oh, man. And I was like, no, no, that's me. Yeah. And then she had to corroborate it with some other with some other woman walking by and said, is that him? And we looked at enough alike and she just kind of glanced at it and goes, yeah, that's him. That's, like, that is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So I went to... uh. I was on a, a mini tour with my friend's band and we stayed in these dorms at South Carolina. And so we parked like way far away and I left my ID in that car and keep in mind, it's like 4am. We drove from North Carolina. And so like, I just used some other guy's ID to get into the dorms. He's like six, four, but like the guy in these dorms doesn't <laughs> care. So long story right. short, like, the dorm we were staying in was packed, so I went and found another room to stay in. I got up in the middle of the night to use the bathroom, and I locked myself out of the room. This is, I mean, this is a totally true story. So I'm, like, urgently having to use the bathroom. Like, I have diarrhea because we ate at Waffle House at, like, 2 a.m., 
and you can imagine 40 people rolling into Waffle House. Like it's like four ska bands. So there's 10 people in each band. And so long story short, I have like food poisoning. I can't find a bathroom. It's all just hallways. So I have to go back down to the lobby. I go in the lobby. I, I just destroy the bathroom. I clogged it up. And so to get back in, <laughs> to get back in, he was like, he's like, yeah, what was your name? And I was like, oh no, what was the name on that ID? Like I had no idea. And so like, I, I can't even remember how I got through it, but I had to just describe to him. I was like, yeah, I checked in earlier. Like my ID's in there. And like, he looked through the pile and he was, he was like, is this one you? And I was like, yeah, that's me. And he, like, I had to talk <laughs> him into it. Like he really cared. And so oh, at that point, like, yeah, he just let me back in. Cause it's like four 30 AM. It was awful. And so I woke up in the morning <laughs> and there was a bathroom attached to the room. I just, I went out the wrong door. <laughs> it, it's ridiculous but yeah that's 100 percent true but anyway i've distracted from here so they rented a car and now they're on the road they rented a car with bart's fake id and now they're hitting the road but they have no destination yet and millhouse oh. opens the glove box and finds himself a travel book that's a thing of the past oh yeah bart takes the <laughs> puts it on cruise control and then uh Goes in the back seat. <laughs> yeah, uh, it makes sense a ten year old would think cruise control would steer. Also, that's what I thought it did. Yeah, Battle Mountain, Salt Lake, Egan Range, Indian Springs. Yeah, I wonder if those are all real places. So Homer is now kind of bored at work since Lisa's no longer there. And so he calls home to talk to Lisa. Marge gets her hopes up. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Marge. Nope. Yeah. This, uh, this is, you know, a good Lisa episode. One of, one of the better ones. Like she's in the B story, but I really like the Homer and Lisa relationship in this one because it, it really, it's a realistic kind of like father daughter, uh, Aspect. Yeah, yeah. interaction. Yeah. Yeah. So their <laughs> alibi was that they were going to the grammar rodeo. Martin actually believed they were going to the grammar rodeo in Canada. What is a grammar rodeo? <laughs> I assume it's like a spelling bee. They give you like a sentence and you got to make the correction or something. Like, is this an adverb or an adjective? Is there a lasso involved? Yes. What? <laughs> if you don't, if you get it wrong, somebody lassos you off stage and just yanks your feet off. That'd be pretty cool, actually. Yeah. You know, I won, not to brag, but I'm going to brag. I won the geography B in like sixth grade. Yeah, yeah. You've bragged about this before. I'm going to bring up every episode. I still have the trophy. It had a B on it. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't accomplished much in my life. This podcast and the sixth grade geography B, let me have it. There you go. So so Milhouse stumbles across. He made the sales pitch and they are fired up to go to Knoxville. So the so the World's Fair was there, right? 84. 84, yeah. My dad worked at it. And you were alive for that, but you were probably just one or two. No, right? I wasn't born yet. I might have been conceived there in like a porta potty or something, but I was born in '85. Oh man! Yeah. Oh man! I'm, I'm gonna, gonna start telling people that. Change. That's pretty cool. You're conceived in a porta potty at the World's at the Fair. Wa yeah, at the Wads Fair. 
so your dad worked there. What did he like work a booth? Did he work like the? I think he worked at a restaurant. And uh, when I was a kid, me and my dad would always go to arcades together and play video games. And he was a master of the arcade game Galaga. And I asked him one day, I said, how did you get so good at this game? And he said, on my lunch break, I would always play Galaga every day. And so like he had the first 20 levels memorized. But after that, he would always just fall apart. And he was like, yeah, my lunch break would end. <laughs> <laughs> so, so like he could get to a certain point, And then after that, he was done. So now we get some antics with the with the crew in the car. So so the other car here is headed to Cape Canaveral. Yeah, from Winnipeg. <laughs> God, what a journey. I like how agreeable Bart is here. Oh yeah. So they pick they get some ice cream, they pick up a hitchhiker. The hitchhiker is supposed to be reminiscent of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. I love that line, though. I didn't think I was rehabilitated, but they said I was. (laughs) (laughs) So in the B story, Lisa is going to an overnight at the nuclear power plant with Homer because he has to work an overnight shift. I like some of these shows in Branson. Alabama-mania. So here we get some stuff that's uh, close to my heart here. Branson, Missouri. Oh, yeah. Have you ever been? No, I haven't. Well, you've been to Dollywood. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Dollywood. Very similar to Branson. It's got a few different amusement parks, water parks. Silver Dollar City is there. Ooh. And it, it really is it really is Vegas if it was run by Ned Flanders. It is super lame. <laughs> it is um, kind of for like... I would say the demographics like, you know, 50 to 70 and, but a lot of fun for kids too. So they have roller coasters and stupid shit like that. So I love that we get Nelson there. That's like the first look at Nelson being vulnerable. His love for Andy Williams. Isn't it? Is there any other moment before this where Nelson isn't just a bully? Uh, I know we're in season seven, so there's a lot on the bone, but I mean, he's like wide-eyed. He's cheering. Bam! Second encore. Like he's into it. <laughs> I'm trying to think if we ever seen Nelson be soft before, and I guess the one where he and Lisa kiss. I maybe. think that's after. But I don't this. know when that is. Yeah. So, like, one more thing about Branson. That's where Jim Baker's compound is, right? Yes. Have you ever been there, Jim Baker? No. Man. No. But. I know a lot of people who are suckers and give Jim Baker money in Missouri. Well, so is Homer working a night shift here? Yeah. 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 I don't know what. Since when? I don't know. Is it safe to just have an open fire in a nuclear plant? I don't think anything Homer does is safe, despite being the safety technician. What's Marge watching here? I don't know. The, the line was, why, why waste your hypnotic powers on something? But I missed it. <laughs> yeah, I forget that line. So Marge is bored. She decides that she's <laughs> going to go uh, gently nudge baby Maggie and wake her up so that she can do some mothering. Yeah. Oh, here, here. I, I love that. 
kind of weird. Entering Tennessean. Tennessean is Tennessee-believing. Why aren't we using that right now? I'm going to call Kane, the mayor, and pitch that. Oh, man, Creston. Here we go. Yeah, there's the wig spear, baby. I love just the state of disrepair of, like, it's almost like a post-apocalyptic world. Like, once the World's Fair left, it's kind of like the monorail. Like Once it left, the town just went to shit. Yep, yep. Once the World's Fair left, you guys just became a pile of garbage. The World's Fair Park, it's still there. It's still open to people, and it's in nice shape, actually. 1982, it says Man. here. I was wrong on that. Yeah, but uh, I thought it was 84. They converted the um, Sun Sphere into a restaurant. So I, you could... I have eaten in the restaurant. Okay, yeah, I've never even been up there, honestly. It's not very tall, <laughs> and not that not that impressive. And the the food was shitty, and the service was even worse. Wow, I like yeah. that. They're so disappointed that the World's Fair is not here, but like you're still gonna buy a wig while you're here. Oh, right, you drove all that way. I love the doo wop haircut that Martin got. That's that's perfect. They don't even mention it; they're just sitting there. And then Nelson knocks the sun sphere over. <laughs> no money, no car, and their, their car was crushed by the, by the wig sphere. Yeah, I remember. We're I remember sitting. seeing the sun sphere for the first time and just being like. Oh, so awesome. I couldn't wait yeah. to go up in it, and I was so disappointed. <laughs> well, that's Knoxville. You've never been part. up it? No, I've never been in the Sun Sphere. Oh, my gosh. I never had a reason. Seen, I mean, have you seen the giant Rubik's Cube? <laughs> no. The, it's not, it, it's not here. I, I would see the Rubik's Cube if it was still here. No, it's there. Oh, it's not there anymore? Not that I know of. I. I've never even heard another person outside of the Simpsons mention the Rubik's Cube. Hawksville oh, Pawn Shop. That's perfect. I don't know what it's like uh, in St. Louis, but there, there's two things in Knoxville. Churches and pawn shops. And they're on every corner. <laughs> I remember that from living in Knoxville, for sure. There was tons of pawn shops. And I always think, what do I have to pawn? <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to use them. No, I know, but I wanted to because I'd never use one. You, the great thing about a pawn shop is you can haggle. Right. I just didn't have. I, I didn't have like a pair of rollerblades or a guitar amp. Oh man, yeah, it's it's mostly guitars and lawnmowers. Actually, um, my mom's husband used to work at a pawn shop, and so he still knew people who worked there. So if something cool would come in, they would call him and he would just buy it. So like really? if someone came, yeah, if someone came and pawned something that was like actually valuable, they would just cut him a deal on it. Like a nice TV or something like that. Right. See, like a pawn shop has never been on my radar. I've never like, Oh man, I need to get a new bicycle. Well, better head down to Steve's pawn. <laughs> just assume, you know, you go to a real store and get it. Yeah, I try not to. I try not to frequent too many businesses with bars on the windows. Right. right. So there's the boys are stranded in Knoxville. They're looking for a way out, and they have concocted this scheme. Yes, Bart is has become a courier, and so he has to take his first trip as human eyes to Hong Kong. (laughs) Here are your eyes. And he happens to walk, a, stumble across 
Principal Skinner, who's Ooh. in Hong Kong because that's where his trip got rerouted to. I never knew there were so many great just Knoxville related puns until this episode with Hawksville Pawn Shop, Tennessee and his ten of believing. <laughs> Five hundred Big Macs to Marlon Brando's Island. <laughs> what the hell does that mean? He was a big fat man with a lot of money. I guess so. Something, so, something's weighing on Lisa here. Earlier in the episode, Homer and Lisa played Truth or Dare. And Lisa brought up Langan Alger. I wish we would have gotten to see that guy. I kind of felt like we did in another episode. Like, they never mention him explicitly. But they, they are in the library and someone asks about a book. And he's like, that's children's. Like, you're looking for, or that's young oh, adult. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I always yeah. assume that was Langdon Alger. It probably was. So here, like, Lisa breaks the news to Homer. And he just puts the hat on and just starts cursing uh Nonstop. There was, I don't know if it was this moment or another episode. There's an episode where Homer is just on a profanity laden tirade, and they were giving kids a tour of like how they make a Simpsons episode, and they just happened to walk in like the voiceover studio when they were recording that. So the kids walked in as Dan Castellaneta <laughs> is just cursing profusely. I heard that on one <laughs> of the commentary tracks. Oh, that's awesome. I love this part. Colin Oak Ridge, uh, the birthplace of the atomic bomb. Oh, that's right. That's that's. I forgot that Oak Ridge is 20 minutes away from Knoxville. Yeah, I can't believe how well they tied this together. Like, yeah, it works perfect. That Homer works in a nuclear place. He can. It's a perfect uh, reason to get something delivered from Knoxville. Because it is 20 minutes here. It's the birthplace of the atomic bomb. And that used to freak me out as a kid. That like they have all this nuclear material in Oak Ridge. And they still do. Yeah, man. If, if, if China decides to shoot nuclear missiles at us, they're shooting them at Oak Ridge. Bring it, baby. Like uh, I've <laughs> played uh, disc golf on a course in Oak Ridge. And it was near one of the facilities. And there's a large fence with barbed wire and it says do not go on the other side of this fence you will be shot <laughs> and so I was just like well if, if the disc goes over there it's lost but Oak Ridge is a cool little town because it's actually kind of sad like I think they basically got rid of all the people that lived there and then the government dammed up the area and they built a town so, and they brought in all these workers to work and they didn't even know what they were building. They were all just working on different parts of the bomb. And so that town is designed like, a, like an engineer would do it. Everything is blocked off. It's like first street, second street. And then all the other streets are like the state names. So Alabama, Arkansas, Alaska. And it's just designed in a very, like Knoxville, the, the roads and towns, because it's such an old city, don't make any sense. But in Oak Ridge, right. everything's like, oh, it's on this block. It's right here. Like, everything is just squared off. 
they just it was just a research facility, just a place that that the army needed to to design a death yeah rocket, and no one even knew yeah. what they were working on. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh my god, that is is that where Oppenheimer said the line of you know I I am death or something. I'm not sure about that, but uh, I still know a couple people who work in the Oak Ridge facilities. And uh, they have to get te- all these different tests run all the time. I actually used to work with an engineer who worked in Oak Ridge. And they had a spill one time, and they had to contain it off. And basically, those people were trapped in that area. And they were like, we've got five minutes left to live. Oh, my God. Yeah. It was crazy. Like, when they had this, the um, accident happen, everything just went on lockdown. And they knew, like, well, this is all we got now. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, it's wow. It's, that is crust crazy. It's pretty scary, man. But uh, yeah, that's our neighbors. <laughs> I, I never made it to Oak Ridge, but I certainly, I certainly enjoyed my time in Knoxville. I, I you know, it's, it's a quaint little city. It's, it's a little bit more than a town. Not quite a big urban center, but it's got a cool little downtown area. You know, I, I liked it. I enjoyed my time there. I got to, I learned. You know, I, I trained some jujitsu at. at at the Gracie Baja school there with Sam Braga. And I met a lot of cool guys from there. And I got to train with Ovin St. Prue from, from Knoxville, the UFC fighter yeah. and uh, uh, a couple other UFC fighters from there. And I got to go to an ice bears game. Ooh. I went to a university of Tennessee. I went to a few football games. I got to go to the checkerboard game and I got to see him whoop the shit out of my Missouri tigers. One, one time. Yeah, so Knoxville's a cool place. If you if you're ever if you're ever heading down to Tennessee, definitely stop in and check out the Suns. And it's yeah, it's one of the um, it should really be a much larger town, but um, politics have kept it small. It's one of the few cities where two major interstates actually intersect. I forty and I seventy five intersect in Knoxville, so it's a hub of uh, travel through here. Right, right, right. Tons of like uh, IHOPs and bed and breakfast and things like that. That I guess lots of tr- lots of truckers pull through. All there sorts and, of concerts, yeah. uh, stuff like that. So I mean, kind of got off on a tangent there. Talked over the end of the episode, but uh, you know, it's it's fun talking about my hometown. I, I do, and I love Knoxville. Any plans to leave ever? Not in the uh, short term. I mean. Uh, you never know. Yeah, yeah exactly. No, you never no, know. No plans. Yeah. Yeah, man. Cool, cool. Yeah, well, the end of the episode was Bart finally, or Lisa, or they, Homer destroys the, the console, so they have to make the order from Oak Ridge, so Bart has to courier back to Knoxville, and Homer, true to his word, doesn't tell, does not rat out that what Bart did. Yeah, that's the aspect I really word. love about that episode is Lisa, you know, he promises that he's not going to get mad at what Lisa tells him. And then Lisa just drops this huge bomb that Bart has a fake ID. It's basically took a car to Knoxville and is stranded. Like of all the things Bart's done, that's a, that's up there. And Homer can't get mad about it because he promised his daughter that he wouldn't. Right. Right. And who he bonded with that episode. So awesome episode. Now it's time to give it a rating. We got, we rate it F minus through a plus. I'm gonna go first. I get nothing. Nothing can be better. An A plus on the on for Bar on the Road. For wow, me. that's up there, man. Mm-hmm. I think you've only given up, up one other A plus. Was it last episode? Yep. Home, no, and Homer's Enemy and Marge versus the Monorails. I've given three. I'm gonna go A. 
I'm going to put this one in my top tier. It's an A. All right. Well, what what did you find fault with? I don't really have a fault with it, but I'm going to reserve those A pluses for like my top five episodes of all time. And I, I really okay. love this episode. I don't know if it's in my top 10 all time, but I, it's probably easily top 20. And that's why I'm going to give it an A. All right. A plus for me, A for dabs. And now we're going to talk about our MVPs of the episode. Yeah, this one's a tough one because there's a lot of uh, great stuff in this one with Bart. Martin has some good stuff in it. Nelson has some good yeah. stuff. Homer's really good also. Man, that's tough. You go first on this one. I need to think it over for a little bit so I can copy your answer. Well, I think Bart is the star of this episode. He's got a lot of great lines. He, he's the he's carries the episode. Although Homer is a close second, I'm going Bart. Oh yeah, I was going to go Bart too. Yeah. So backup, our secondary character of the episode. Who you got? I I'm just going to go on gut and not think about it too much, and I'm going to go with Nelson. Nelson. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. He, this is some definitely definitely interesting Nelson stuff with Andy Williams and Branson. <laughs> you know, he's got he's got some great stuff with the wigs. Uh, yeah, I, I will I will echo you and go Nelson Copycat. as well. Copycat, that's what they call me. So, where on your list are you going to rank this bad boy? This is episode. This is our fifteenth wow. episode. We're getting up there. So, yeah. All right, let me pull up our my document here. Yep, this is the 15th the episode. Dossier so I got it. Will got you it read out. me like my top seven so far? Yes. You only move twice. Marge versus the monorail. Homer and Apu. Lemon of Troy. Homer's enemy. King size Homer. Lisa on ice. I'm going to put this ahead of Homer's enemy. Okay. Bart. On the yeah, road. and those now your new number man, five. That, that two through six is are all strong episodes. Man, yeah, you're right. I am gonna put this one slightly ahead of Lemon of Troy. Wow. So this is my new number three. Okay. What's your number two? Yeah. Lisa all on right. ice. Yeah, that's the first one you pick. There you have it, folks. Yes, and it might be, it might, I, I put Marge versus the monorail ahead of it, um, but yeah, so, yeah, I mean, all of these yeah. ones, you know, we're splitting hairs here, they're all so yeah, good. Yeah, Lim, so Lim Troy, really Marge versus the monorail, those, those are the same, really, to me, those are both classics. Right, and, and I just have to go with, with Bart on the Road really high, just because it played such a factor in my life for and just... It, it just That's, has to, and I and I love it. I think I think it's a perfect episode. Yeah, in in terms of fault. like, it doesn't have the most hilarious moments, and it doesn't have like the most meme worthy moments. But from a writing perspective, this is a super tight episode. It's almost like a Seinfeld episode where everything ties together at the end, and it plays in. Like yes. he runs into Skinner in Hong Kong, Lisa and. Uh, Homer's bonding works in for like we've talked about. So, man, this right. might be the m most well written episode, 
but uh, I'm still. I'm st- and see, that's what I really yeah. appreciate. I love those those clever tie-ins and the callbacks. I really like that, and I really appreciate that. So that's one of the reasons I'm going with the A plus and putting it. You in make a three. great case. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of the Simpsons Watch Along podcast. You can follow us on uh, Twitter at Simpsons Watch, on Instagram at Simpsons Watch. Follow myself at Peach Machine. Follow at Dabble Dub as well. And go ahead and subscribe to our subscribe to our show and give us a five star rating and give us a good <laughs> review. All those things. We're not asking. <laughs> pandering, pandering. We're telling. We're telling. God damn it. And uh, yeah. Any final words? Uh, I just want to thank anyone who's out there listening. And like uh, Peach said, follow us on Twitter because we're going to do polls periodically of what episode we should watch next. And uh, I guess I'll just catch you all next time. And if you would like to be a guest on the show and watch an episode with us, also hit us up on Twitter as well. So for Dabble Dab, I'm the Peach Machine. We're going to leave you with our final three words as we always do. Watch The Simpsons.